Salvete omnes, welcome to the AP Latin Podcast. The goal of this podcast will be to cover the lines from Caesar's De Bello Gallico and Virgil's Aeneid that are found on the AP Latin curriculum. Each two-part episode will cover a selection of lines from Caesar and Virgil. I will present the Latin and English of the text, providing relevant clarification, background, and cultural information that will help put the readings in their proper context. I encourage you to read along with me as you listen to the Latin and to use the English as a way to check your understanding rather than relying on the English for understanding. Each episode will conclude with some essential questions to consider as you process through the meaning of the text. Parati, eamos. AP Latin Podcast, Episode 6b, Aeneid Book 1, Lines 180-209. In this episode, you will see Aeneas actually being a good leader, and you will hear the best potential senior quote ever. Aeneas scapulinteria conscendit et omnem prospectum late pelago petit antea si quem jactatum vinto videat frigiasque biremes, aut capin, aut celsis in pupibus arma caiaci. Na vin conspectu nullam, tres litera cervos prospicit errantes, hos totar menta sequuntur a terget longum pervales pascitur agmen. Constitit hic arcumque manu celeresque sagitas, corripuit fidos quae tela gerebat acates, ductores quipsos primum capit alta ferentes, cornibus arboreis sternit tum vulgisid omnem, misget against helis nimar inter frondia turbam, nec prius abstitit quam, septin gentia victor, corpora fundat humet numerum cum navibus aequet, Hinc portum petit et socios partitur in omnes. Vina, bonus quae deen decadis honorarat acestes, litere trinacrio dederat quabeuntibus heros, dividit, et dictis myrentia pectora molcet. O socii, neque nignari sumus ante malorum, o passi graviora, dabit deus his quoque finem, vos et scilaiam rabiem, Penitusque sonantes acesti scapulos, voset ciclopia saxa experti, re vocat animos maestumque timorem, mitite, forsan et haecolim meminisse iuabit. Per varios casus per tot discrimina rerum, tendimus in latium, sedes ubi fata quietas ostendunt. Illic fas regna resurgera Troiae, Dura tet vos met rebus servate secundis. Talia voc e refert, curis quingentibus aiger, spem voltu simulat, premet altum corde dolorem. Aeneas in the meantime climbs a cliff and seeks the whole view far and wide on the sea. If he could see any sign of Antheus tossed by the wind and Phrygian biremes, or Capus or the arms of Caiacus on the high stern. He sees no ship in sight, three deer wandering on the shore. A whole herd follows from behind, and a long marching line grazes through the valleys. He stood here and snatched his bow and swift arrows in hand, weapons which faithful Akates was carrying. And first he lays low the leaders themselves, bearing their heads high with branching antlers. Then he confuses the group and the whole crowd, driving them with his weapons among the leafy grove. Nor does he stop before, as victor, he lays out seven huge bodies on the ground and equals the number with his ships. From here he seeks the port and divides it among all his companions. Our hero divides the wine which good Acestes then had loaded in jars on the Trinacrian shore and had given to them as they were departing, and with words he soothes their grieving hearts. 
O companions, for we are not ignorant of evils before. O you, having endured more serious things, a God will grant an end to these also. You approached Silean madness and the cliffs resounding deep within, and you experienced the Cyclopean rocks. Call back your spirits and send away gloomy fear. Perhaps one day even these things will be pleasing to remember. Through various misfortunes, through so many dangers of things, we head into Latium, where the fates reveal peaceful seats. There, it is right for the kingdom of Troy to resurge. Endure and save yourselves for favorable things. He brings out such things with his voice, and weak with huge cares, he pretends hope on his face. He presses his sadness deep in his heart. Last time, we saw Aeneas's decimated fleet limp their way into a harbor in North Africa near Carthage, and we spent a long time focusing on making fire and drying out food supplies. Continuing here, Aeneas sets out to scout the land and look for any other Trojan survivors. He doesn't find anyone, but he does see an opportunity to get some meat for his men, so he shoots seven deer, one for each ship that survived of the twenty that had originally comprised his fleet. Notice that faithful Akates goes with Aeneas, and although Akates never says anything, he is Sam to Aeneas's Frodo, faithfully going with him wherever he needs. There is also some military imagery used here to describe the deer. Words such as Agmen, Ductores, and Victor have military connotations to them. Also, the imagery used here of driving deer into the woods with weapons will be revisited in the future as Aeneas meets Dido for the first time and a simile compares him to a shepherd accidentally shooting a deer in the woods. When Aeneas gets back to his ships, he breaks out some wine for his men which he had gotten from King Acestes in Sicily. Acestes was the son of a Trojan woman who had been sent to Sicily from Troy before the Trojan War broke out. She gave birth to Acestes in Sicily and he eventually became ruler of his own little kingdom there. Remember that the Aeneid began in Medias race. So where we begin the story, Aeneas has just left Sicily, where he had stayed with Acestes and had held funeral games in memory of his father. Along with the deer meat and wine, Aeneas also delivers a speech. Virgil sets up the speech with the words Dictis and Pectora Molcat, which he has used before. I mentioned this in episode 4b when Neptune's calming of the storm is compared to the notable statesman calming the mob. Virgil clearly intends Aeneas's speech to call to mind this simile presented earlier, and Aeneas now becomes the stand-in for the statesman distinguished in Pietas. So what is it of this speech or of Aeneas's actions that represents Pietas? He tells his men that they have seen worse. He does call them back to their ultimate fate above all else using words like fata, bas, and secundis to remind them that they have a destiny and that it's a positive one. He even uses a bit of humor with the best potential senior quote ever, for sonnet haec olem miminisse uabit. But I think that where Aeneas really shows Pietas here is because he doesn't actually believe any of what he says to them, and yet he convinces them that he does. Virgil spends time telling us that Aeneas pretends hope and hides his grief and his cares, that he is able to fulfill his responsibilities as a leader to his men, even though he is sick with worry and sadness. This is Aeneas's Pietas, and this is what he will quickly lose once he and Dido start hanging out together. As we close out the episode, here are some essential questions to consider. In these lines, Virgil depicts Aeneas's first actions after arriving on the Libyan shore. How does this scene contribute to our evaluation of Aeneas's abilities as a leader? Line 197 describes Aeneas soothing his men's hearts with his words. Where has this expression already appeared in Book 1, and what parallel does this repetition suggest? 
Virgil provides some insight into Aeneas' thoughts as he gives the encouraging speech to his men. Does this insight have any effect on your evaluation of his speech? How does Aeneas' speech to his men compare to his first speech in lines 94 to 102? Does the content of the second speech change your evaluation of Aeneas as a hero or as a leader? How does Aeneas' speech to his shipwrecked men compare to the speech of the eagle-bearer in the last Caesar episode? Gratias ago pro auscultando, valete.